There we go. It's the hoop call. Episode 25. Tobe, so much has changed since we last chatted. It's unbelievable. Let's rock and roll <laughs> Welcome back to the hoop call, episode 25. Um, the UK voice for all things NBA. We're now live. We do lives instead. I'm laughing because... <laughs> We do, we do do it live. If you're watching on YouTube, Ollie's having a bit of a nightmare. It's absolutely world-class entertainment. But there we go. Here we are. Guys, we're in the conference finals already. Playoffs are so weird like that. So many games, but it seems to fly by. So much to talk about. You know what I mean? There's going to be a, a dark horse champion this year. Big teams are gone, big players are gone, big players are injured. It's been ridiculous. I've loved it, I've hated it. I've been everywhere in between. Let's do this. So I just like that bit in the song. Who we got today? We got a gang. I'm gonna introduce him in a minute, but to, rem- to remind you lot, follow at the hoop call on socials, the hoop call on YouTube. Make sure you click the link to the bell. That way you get the notifications when we're going live and just hop on, vibe with us, join with us. Top class entertainment on your way. Who we got with us today? I'll let, this, I'll let the music drop. Right, who we got today? We have the full Fab Four with us. I'm about to take them off mute. Tobes, I feel like it's a classic, but it only ever is if you deem it so. So please bring yourself in. Howdy, all my gentlemen. Howdy, all my people. There it is. There we We're go. We're back for another big classic. <laughs> oh, too good, man. The NBA is honestly too good. K Dot and Ollie are back. K Dot, say hello to Hoop Nation. Hoop Nation. <laughs> there he is. Ollie, say what up. You've you've you sorted out your little technical issues, I presume. Yeah, we're all we're all good to go, rocking and rolling. Thank you very much. <laughs> what happens when you get when you're alive now? <laughs> yeah, man, it's, it's fun, man. I'm not gonna lie, it's a lot of fun. Right, okay. To remind you, lot, a lot has happened in the NBA. We are now in the conference finals of the NBA playoffs. This is the hot part of the season. Let's bring you up to date. Um, we'll do the thing where we go east and we go west. We're gonna go east first. Extenders drums. Now, just to remind you guys of the bracket, we're down to two in the conference final for the Eastern Conference Championship. We have the Atlanta Hawks and the Milwaukee Bucks facing off their their um, their series starts tonight. If you haven't noticed already, the first seed and the second seed are gone. Philadelphia bounced. Brooklyn. On their way to Cancun. Mad. Madder than mad. So because so much has happened in this last week, what I said to the boys, I said, boys, this is how we're going to do it. I want everyone to bring a bit of analysis, a bit of description, and a hot take, and we're going to discuss it. And that's how we'll, we'll structure this discussion today because a lot has happened in each conference. I'm going to start, and I'm going to talk the Milwaukee Bucks. Now, as I said, to remind you guys who haven't been following closely, the Milwaukee Bucks are now in the Eastern Conference Finals. They did that by defeating the Brooklyn Nets in seven games. 
They went on the road on a game seven and won in overtime. Brooklyn home, Kevin Durant home, Kyrie Irving home and on the treatment table. James Harden home, treatment table. Madness, isn't it? Madness, honestly. But um, I'm going to start by putting respect. Put some respect on my name. On the Milwaukee Bucks name. Y'all saying my name, put some respect on it. And I don't want to start on a negative note, but I just want to say this to you guys, all right? In the NBA, we sometimes get trapped by the narratives. The same things that are so entertaining to us also trap us, right? I say all this to talk firstly about Kevin Bleepin Durant. World-class, unbelievable player. There is absolutely no doubt in that there's absolutely no world in which he is not world-class. What I want to talk to you guys about today is narratives and and the, the whole best player in the world thing, okay? KD, I feel, to me, for some reason, he's... The, the way people estimate him has gone up this week and the way people talk about Giannis is, has stayed the same and in some ways gone down. And that's what I don't like. That's what I don't like. So let me let me tell you some facts. I don't want to start negative, but these aren't even negativity. This is just fact. This is Rafa Benitez of me, okay? Regarding Kevin Durant. He's at OKC. He does not win a title at OKC. 2016, he blows a 3-1 lead to the Golden State Warriors. He had that 73-9 and nine team down. He blows that lead. Facts. If any point you guys disagree with me, just, just jump straight in, Okay. Otherwise, I'm just going to keep rolling. So facts, okay? He then moves to the Golden State Warriors. He wins back-to-back finals MVPs. He plays fantastically. But the facts remain. Without him in the lineup and Steph Curry there, the record of the Golden State Warriors is 32-4. and four. That's without him, yeah? With him and no Steph Curry, the record is 28-18. and 18. That's facts, Yeah? We're now in 2019, no, 2018. No, no, we're now in 2019, the playoffs. KD goes down. The Golden State Warriors still managed to win two playoff series, including sweeping through the finals of the Western Conference, correct? They're on course to probably beat the Toronto Raptors until Clay Thompson goes down. Facts. So that's without Kevin Durant. KD then comes to the Nets, injured first season. This season, gets to the playoffs, second round, Kyrie goes down, James Harden a bit hobbled, KD plays fantastic, but he's where we are right now, he's at home, facts. My question to you guys is, I don't understand, my first question to you guys is, what I don't understand is, what what have we learned about Kevin Durant that we don't already know? What? Why is this... This this sort of hype building up around him may have lost you on a on, on like the the vital question bit. You're saying you, well, you, you you're challenging KD. I'm saying I'm saying we have seen this from KD before. He is a great scorer. He can play fantastically, but he has never got it done on his own or as the the juggernaut, the engine. He's never got it done, and he continues to do that. Fact or no fact, KD? I know you're with me on this. That's facts. So, so what have we learned differently? Why is he suddenly the best player in the world? Why has everyone said, oh, you know, he's been so... Like, he played well, but do you agree with me that we've learned nothing new from KD? He hasn't shown anything different. 
and he's just a fantastic player. Can we just accept he's a fantastic player and move on from that? Mm, all right, hang on a sec. Didn't what we what we've learned is he's still a fantastic player. Okay, fine, and, great. and I say that because he's just come back off a potentially career ending. No one, let's. I mean, let's let's put it in perspective. For first of all, it was like, would he be what he was? Tick. Okay. And secondly, has he even maybe got better than his old self? Potentially tick. Some of the some of the stuff he was carrying, his back is broken because he's carrying that team for some series. So I don't, I don't, I wouldn't say we learn anything new, but what he did is he proved that he's still got it in the bag, okay. which is impressive. Fair enough. K dot. I'm going to ask you first question for you. Who is the best player in the world? Shout out Deepak Memi. Salute um, Hoop Nation. I think right now, I think I have to say Yanis. He, he beat KD. <laughs> Thank you very much. Simple right, as, stop there because I'm coming back to that. that. Thank you. Oli, best player in the world right now. If you're saying to start, to start a team that is going to get you off to win a championship, I'll pick Kevin Durant. But he just got bounced. And don't give me he this. He just got bounced. Oh, Giannis beat, Giannis he, beat KD. Okay. You put right, Joe right, okay, Harris and right, okay. Chris Middleton oh on that team. So every, so, but this is the whole point. I'm glad you said that because this is the whole point Giannis I'm making. Giannis doesn't, Giannis no, 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 doesn't no, no, no. win without uh, his, Listen without to me. Him. Listen to me. This is the point I'm making. Everything, this is what makes you a superstar. Not everything can go perfectly. You're supposed to triumph in adversity. That is the point. That is the point of why you're Kevin Durant. We've seen players put up numbers. We've seen players put up numbers. This playoffs. And this brings me to my second point. Both what you and KDOT said. This is bringing me to my second half of this conversation. Giannis, in this series, I've written it down for you. 31.9 points per game. 12.9 rebounds. 3.6 assists. 57% 57% from the field, 40 points in a game seven, 31.9 from the field, 12.9 rebounds, 3.6 assists, 57% from the field. The W, 40 points in the game seven, hits the shot over KD. KD goes 0 for 6 in overtime. Tell me what I'm missing here. What KD's the only person, only superstar that gets a pass there. Giannis went to his house, game seven, superstar on superstar, snatched his chain, gave him a ticket to Cancun and said, I'll see you next year, son. Facts. Facts. It's starting to sound like... Um, it's facts. Uh, I'm, so, I'm sorry, it's facts. It, that is it's what happened. Like me, this is not... <laughs> This is not speculation. This is not conjecture. This Skip. is facts. Talking about talking about playing uh, overtime. This is what, about mate, the, mate, what about the rest of the seven games? Ollie, 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 mate, I told you. 31.9 points. 12.9 assists. 3.6. Yeah, 12.9 rebounds. 3.6 assists. 57% from the field. W. Was, most important stat. You can't guard him. A, a, a dead-legged... Blake Griffin. Oh, oh, okay. So now all of a sudden, there, Blake. Once I thought they were the big, they were the big four. They were the big. When when Blake Griffin was was hitting a double double in game two, everyone's like he's back. Now all of a sudden, listen, if you're the best player in the world, you triumph in that adversity. What? Okay. I'm I'm just saying that's what I'm, all I'm saying is to you guys. That's what happened. That's what I saw with my own two eyes. So he needs all three. 
He he had he had the best three point shooter in the NBA on his team. Facts, oh, man. facts, facts. What, what was, what yeah, he didn't play well, but he had him on his team. So what? So thirty four percent from Ollie. not just from three, but from the field. Ollie, Ollie. But this is what I'm saying. If you are a great player, you overcome that adversity. So you're saying, so you're saying, all right. So Brooklyn. So not only does KD have to have his full roster with him, the team has to be shooting 45 percent from three, defending elite. He needs at least Kyrie. Okay, Ollie, Ollie. What was what was Drew Holiday shooting like? What was Chris Middleton shooting like in games one through five? Chris Middleton. No, Chris Middleton was awful in the first game. He 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 was. I think the last three games he was all right. Before that, he was trash. Drew Holiday, all Holiday. In fact, the Milwaukee, the Milwaukee Bucks shot, I think, thirty percent from free. I think even their free their free throw shooting for the series was whack. But they were yep. healthy, mate. They, they were healthy. Harden was just there for yeah, he yes, was but there Tobes, for show. Yes, but Tobes, he was you, there for show. You, he? you have to you have to bear. Okay, two. Okay, that's a second. That's a separate point. You have to bear in mind if the Brooklyn Nets are healthy, no one's beating them. So that doesn't prove anything. Doesn't prove because. Nobody is beating them. There's probably no team in history that's beating them. So oh, um, it doesn't really prove anything if KD wins with a fully Middleton, fit, fully healthy. Middleton averaged, he averaged 25 points that series. Middleton. What was his shooting percentage? <laughs> his shooting percentage. All right, his shooting percentage, 40%. You know what I mean? 40% from the floor and 36% and from free. Trash. You, that's, that, and, that's, and that's the second best player. And you're saying with your chest, oh, you know, they had a... Mate. Nah, you you guys. Who was who was who was who was the Nets fit, fittest second player? Okay, this is, okay. This brings me to other point. It wasn't Harden. K, K dot. I don't. K dot toes. I don't know if you want to chime in here. Yeah, James Harden. At first, I was like, you know what? He's a warrior, you know. But Abami's like, as a doctor, I'm like, you can't play 53 minutes with a grade two hamstring tear. I'm like, how in? What percentage of it was him injured? Or what percentage of it was it playoff Harden? I, I I couldn't quite make. If you watched it though, he just wasn't moving. I was like, oh my god, he, he, was, he wasn't he pushing was, the ball I, up the court. But mate, he, he, look, he looked he looked he looked injured. He played fifty three minutes. Like well, I don't know what the coaching situation was. I mean, it, they're coaching terrible. Anyway, listen. Let's, let's not let's not dive let's not let's not divulge too much. I've just told you what happened. And it, is, and it is what happened. Giannis went on the road, snatched the game seven in KD's face, sh- shot the shot over him in his face, in over. That's what happened. I'm sorry, Oli, that's frustrating you, but it is literally what happened. I say all this to say, I think that Giannis has been a little bit underappreciated this se- in, from this series. And I think KD's contribution has been overhyped. He lost. He lost. Donovan Mitchell was putting up numbers, lost. Didn't Jason Tatum drop fifty against Brooklyn? Bounced. They lo- he lost. So it's, no, so how? It's, yeah, I agree with you. Bam- I agree. With thank you. you I, I think there's not there's not been enough. The the uh, <laughs> narrative on on Giannis was that he do, he doesn't get his team over the hump. He doesn't do this. He doesn't do that. Thank you. He doesn't, sh- he doesn't shoot threes. His 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 free shot. His free. Um, his tray jump shot looks looks a bit dodgy. She does, yeah. And actually, everyone's talking about oh, KD. He um, was so unlucky because he didn't have his Batman and you know Butler with him or whatever. I just think fundamentally he didn't he didn't deliver, and Giannis did. And ir- irrespective of what 
of how Chris Middleton did and and Drew Holiday did, he won. So I don't Thank understand why much. people are not giving him enough praise. Okay, Ollie, put it this um, way, yeah? Put it this put it this way. And Kado, I'm sure you agree with me on this. Put it this way. Paul George without his without his wingman, yeah? He got he got you what, three games against Utah. The best record in the NBA. He got you three games, yeah? Luca, he got you three games against the Clippers. Donovan Mitchell got you two games against the Clippers. Um, goes on and on. This, that, and the other. KD couldn't get two games. He needed two games. He couldn't do it. I'm not saying he's a bad player. I'm just saying this. He his his achievement has been overhyped, and as a result of that, unfortunately, the Bucks and the, the Bucks and Giannis have been have been played down. My honest, the the, the question I actually had for you, you guys is who do you think the best player in the world is? Just to sort of finish up, K Dot is is back in Giannis. I think Giannis has a case, a very strong case. If I was a lawyer, I'd be like, I'll take yeah, I'll take that case. No win, no fee type thing. Ollie said KD. I think Ollie's just he's happy with what he's seen with his eyes because he was amazing. Like that aside, you know, I'm I'm, I'm being a bit harsh, but he's he was amazing. He just was so good. And just to watch it, the way he's getting shots, he just from anywhere on the court, it's just a joke. Is anyone in his face off balance? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I mean, I'm I'm not I don't want people to think I don't rate him, but whatever. Tobes, you didn't answer the question. Best player in the world at the moment. It's the recency bias of it all, isn't it? So like, you know, I ain't forgotten about LeBron, but it's just feel like because you're in the midst of playoffs, you yep. forget about everything. I'll still say him. I'll still say him, but honestly, he's not got much left. Yeah, I think mean, he's got one. He's, he's got this coming season, and someone's snatching it from him, pretty much. Hundred percent. I don't think. I don't think he's got much left, because um, I don't think he's got the, the the father time ain't on his side. He ain't got. I don't think he's even got the motor. Not to. It's it's weird to say not to be the best in the world, but he's not really. That's not his mo anymore. The, it's the, just like I honestly, rings. honestly think, bro, that twenty eighteen playoffs run. Just took it out of him. Yeah. Um, he's never looked. He's never played the same since in these three years in in the Lake in Laker Nation. Um, but no, you know, respect to to LeBron. This could be a tad controversial, but honestly, from what I've seen, I think the best player in the world at the moment is is Luka Doncic. Honestly, I knew you were going to say. It. I, I knew I, you were going to say. I've it. honestly <laughs> thought about. I'm like, from, I he's, he's so uh. complete. He's so complete. His ability to affect the game, I think it could be better than anyone at this moment in time. And the way he got three games off the Clippers like that. Now, if you're you're talking about, you know, trash teammates, I don't know who's got less help as a superstar than Luka Doncic. And to get another three off the Clippers, averaging, what was it, 40, 52% shooting, and, you know, finding a way to win, the ability to win. He got three games against the Clippers. As I said, for all the hype about KD, he couldn't get two games. No one asked him to do a whole series. He could not get two games. So that's my that's that's, that's my thoughts. I I feel I've offended Ollie particularly. But. No, I, I do understand. I think um, the way you sort of put it with because uh, I think that that Mavericks team is awful yes. and put it into perspective of how Luca. Yeah, Luca is. I think he'll be one of the favourites for MVP next season, but 
don't know. It's it's hard to it's, put him above the, the old head. It's, it is hard. It is it is hard. It's just it's just my feeling at the time, and no one's really. It's like the WWE. Sometimes you got that undisputed champion, and you're like, no, nah, he's that guy, and he's gonna have it for a few months. But sometimes, you know, when it's bopping around, and then you know someone quickly loses it on Raw, and then you know, you know when like you know when there's no like um, no pay per view coming up for a little bit, sort of post WrestleMania, this that and the other, and you know there's money in the bank matches, all this that and the other. I feel like the title's kind of bouncing around, and I think that it's, I think it's Giannis's. If it's a main event final, I'd put Giannis versus Luca, personally. Um, but that's what it is. To finish, the Bucks, I think, are a good matchup for the Hawks. If they hit their perimeter shots and keep them honest, I think it will be a relatively straightforward series. Um, in terms of the finals, I think the Clippers, they can give Clippers a good run without Kawhi. I think Phoenix could be a bad matchup for them. That's my feeling on it. The way Aiden's playing and just how balanced they are. But I'll move on. Ollie. You had a lot to say that section, so I'm going to throw it over to you. As I said, guys, I've asked each of the boys to bring a little bit of analysis and a hot take to discuss centered around these playoffs. I've done my piece, Ollie. What you reckon? What you got? Um, you've got to be talking about your flippers. Yeah, talking about the <laughs> LA Clippers. Everyone, you know, I know you guys know, and all the listeners know that they are my team. Um, so pretty much just going to be sort of going over. Clippers Jazz and going into the Clippers Suns as well. Um, you know, what against the Jazz down into, you know, one, uh, one in six games after being initially two down, um, which seems to be a bit of a, that was a recurring theme yeah, at the moment. Yeah. The Flippers, man. Two, the Flippers. Yeah, well, I think it takes, um, I think, you know, I think we actually prefer to actually go down before Tyler actually decides, he, you know, he realizes what players that he does actually need to play um, and what kind of, um, you know, what kind of setup he wants to go with. Um, but yeah, one one thing I wanted to go go with, um, you know, he's someone who's really sort of showed his true colors during not just this series, um, but this this whole playoffs. And I think he's someone who is owed an apology Terrence Mann. from everyone. <laughs> not he's owed no, not just Terence Man, not Luke, just Terence Man. Who's Luke, owned, Luke from everyone on this call, including myself, because um, there have been some scandalous things that have been said about him. And that's Paul George, aka Playoff P. <laughs> Paul George, aka he uh, has. He's just been outstanding for us. You know what was um, out, you know what you know what was outstanding. Those those free throws were outstanding. Those two free throws. <laughs> yeah. yeah, apart from that, yeah, I don't because I think great, um, well, as I said, we talk if you want to talk about the Suns and how they um, and how they're lined up when we're against the U against Utah, which we absolutely took the mick out of three times. Defensive Player of the Year, Rudy Gobert, who you know. I'm a massive fan of, but um, we, yeah, we just made him look like a, a nobody with a small ball line of Batum playing the five, which I think if you said that a year ago, yeah, um, you, you probably would have laughed at us. And I think Batum's probably been one of the best free agency pickups um, in in the, the in the off season last year as well, well, the beginning of this season. So, um, but yeah, I think it's not been going as great this series purely on the basis that we can't play that lineup. Playing, been playing big minutes to sort of Zubarch, Cousins, um, which if you looked at the the previous series when we've played big minutes to Zubarch, Cousins, Pat Beverly, 
Um, it generally doesn't really tend to go that well. And then when Tyloo figures out that he needs to play Terence Mann and Luke Kennard, who we played, was it 65 for? Um, then things actually do start to go well. But yeah, I think it'll be an interesting matchup. Um, and also one question I'll, I'll put to you that I'll just think of. Um, both Paul, uh, both Chris Paul and Kawhi have been out this the first two first two games. Who who's more important to their team? That is an unbelievable question. Before I answer it though, I do want to take I do want to take your lead on that, Ollie. Paul George, we only do this about fifteen times a show, but it's your turn. Put some respect on my there name. There you are. Y'all understand me? When y'all saying my name, put some respect on We use that anymore. We're going to have to start licensing it, you know. But genuinely, in this case, he's been brilliant. He's been brilliant. Um, my answer, therefore, would be the loss of Kawhi Leonard for two reasons. Firstly, three reasons, really. Firstly, might be arguable, but he is a better, he's a better player. He's a superstar. He's a two-time finals MVP and he doesn't show much emotion, but he's he's just so good. He's so efficient. Um, unbelievable player, unbelievable talent. And you saw him dig you out of that hole in Dallas. Um, and he's mentally, he's more stable. PG can have those ups and downs. Kawhi's mentally more stable. Um, but secondly, I totally forgot what I was going to say, but secondly, I think Chris Paul's coming back. Um, whereas Kawhi seems to be not coming back by all by yeah all I was gonna I was, I was gonna ask because there's there's a lot of different sort of stories coming out on Kawhi and and the sort of return on, on what's yeah except apparently it's a, it's a twisted knee and it, it may be it, it may be more than that and potentially he's out for the rest of the series but um yeah it doesn't at the moment it doesn't really seem like he he is going to be back for the for the rest of the series and if we do get through potentially not um, yeah, for so, the finals either. So that's what it seems like. So that's why I think his, his absence, his situation is more impactful because it will last longer and he's a better player. Kada, what do you think? That's a great question, Ollie. Um, it's it's going to be a Harlem heat, heat sweep. I think, yeah, Kawhi is a more integral part of that team. I just think that when you have a superstar uh, of his magnitude and he's out, I think it's going to impact your your team the most. Not just offensively, but defensively as well. He picks up the other team's best player willingly and he's a very good defender. I don't think Devin, Devin Booker will be dropping 40 easily if Kawhi was on him. I think that's that's the biggest loss I think it has and the defensive identity um, Pat Bev I don't want like to dis- sorry just saying Pat Bev seems to have a new lease of life now as the dog yeah yeah I mean you know he's we discovered his defensive form um, but I don't think he's a better defender than Kawhi um, but I don't, I don't want to discount CP3's leadership I think those intangible things are the second to none that's People the word. forget that this, That's the word. this Phoenix Suns team is very young. And to have like an old head who is a willing leader, who's vocal, who does think by example, who knows how to run an offense, those sort of things are you can't you can't buy that. So I think Kawhi just edges edges it for me. 
Tobes, you saw firsthand what Chris Paul could do at OKC. Um, what do you reckon of that? Chris Paul or, or Kawhi, biggest, bigger miss for the teams? I mean, we've, we've had the, uh, you know, the advantage of seeing two games already in this series. Suns are up two. Uh, it's been great on one side, you know, seeing the evolution of D-Book um, grab that series by the by the horns in the first with a phenomenal performance. So, I mean, 2 nil down, you got to say it's Kawhi. Simple math, in it? Yeah, yeah, good um, point. Yeah, that's very, that's very... He does so much for that team. I don't want to... This, I don't know. We'll probably get to maybe we'll drop predictions later and stuff. But this series is not by no means over. Oh no, no! This, um, is, this is how the flippers do it. They won yesterday on a on a game winning lob. They won the first one by the skin of their teeth. Um, now that that shows you the supporting cast have been lit. Reggie Jackson's balling out of his damn mind. You've got uh, Morris when he's out there playing his heart out. Terrace Mann, even Boogie Cousins has got pulled on Undertaker come out of the grave again. Um, Tyloo's got them all playing pretty hard, but you have to admit if Kawhi was there, they'd be another level, another test for this Suns team. But I do want to link back to what Kado just said and give some props to CP3. It's incredible what he's doing uh, for that for that squad, and you tell how much it means to them because you catch them FaceTiming him after yeah, every man. game. You know what I mean? I'm surprised like, they don't do it like, during the games. You know, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, they should just whack him on the on the big screen. You know, get the get the crowd get the crowd pumped. But um, it's it's amazing how uh, that much of an influence he's having on these young guys. And it, this this advantage of it is, it's not just one time. It's going to be long term. You know, they're going to remember this experience and take it forward. Um, and it's going to be amazing for them. Uh, it's like. It's a, it's a bit of fear and love, you know? It's like when you used to go out and you were young and your your parents are like, make sure you call me when you get home. It's like they, win a, they, win a, they win a game and they're like, I've got to call CP3 just so he, just so he, know, just so he knows that like, he actually saw me out, out there. Like, uh, he was like, I'm your sister. You see, see the assist you got? You know what I mean? Yeah, I feel that. I feel that. I feel that. Uh, no, well, it seems like Kawhi wins that, Ollie. Ollie, I've got a question for you, actually. Yeah. Who do you think, honestly, is the MVP... Of this Clippers team so far, Paul George or Ty Lue? Paul George. Ooh. Re- oh, Paul George. I've got to disagree with you on that one. Interesting. Interesting. I don't. Ty, Ty, Ty Lue is. There's been too many. There's been too many obvious decisions where he should have been. Where he should have been playing Terrence Mann when he shouldn't have been playing. Cousins, Pat Beverly. There's times when he should have been playing Canard more, but um, oh. yeah, I think Oli, 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 his laptop's dead. Oli's frozen. Oli's frozen. Artis, Artis official. Yeah. We see you. We see you, Artis official. I do think the Suns can go all the way. I, I really, the, you know what? If you've been following all year, I have been saying the Suns are. Fakers, I've been saying they pretenders. Remember, you remember that Tobes when I kept saying, "Ah, oh, who's cheekily better than the?" I kept saying, "Who's cheekily better than?" Um, what's it called? I was saying, I kept saying, "Who's cheekily better than the Suns?" The Suns, uh, they don't really have a superstar. Rah rah rah, all this and that. I really believe it now. I really, truly, truly believe they can go all the way. They, they're so. 
unique as a team in that they I'm trying to say it's the first time I've seen in basketball really and I suppose it's because there's been so many dynasties back to back to back it's the first time I've seen in a while it's like no 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 the team the ethos the style of play can genuinely carry you through in the playoffs um you know what I mean like Devin Booker has been a superstar. Yeah, he's on that cusp. But he, he hasn't dropped like 40 every single game. There's times where he dropped 16, 20. The way Cameron Payne's coming up, the way Cameron Payne is coming up and playing that point guard position, efficient. I think he's 25 assists and one turnover as a starter. Rid- ridiculous. Um, K-Dot probably appreciates this the most because you were team basketball. That's, that's what you grew up on as a Spurs fan. And I genuinely, I've been so happy and so impressed. I've gen- I've learned a lot watching the Suns. I'm like, now nah, it's about how you play and how you play as a team, who stars, who steps back, everyone playing their role. Um, so yeah, Artis, I'm with you. I really think the Suns can go all the way and I'll be happy to see them go all the way. Um, yeah, I, I, I would too, especially as to what's happened to Monty Williams and his family. Uh, the tragedy that happened. Uh, if you don't know, Google it. But it's um, what story it is for a man to sort of go through, go through that, come out the other side, and take this hungry, losing franchise who haven't had any form of success since Steve Nash, the Steve Nash days. <laughs> yes. I also think that the mere fact that he's drawing up plays when he needs to, he's uh, DeAndre Ayton just seems like he's he's really blossoming in his role these playoffs, and as you mentioned about Cameron Payne, who no one really knew about before these playoffs. I mean, you know, if you, I think he was more known for his handshakes, <laughs> his actual basketball, yeah, his actual basketball, and the sure. fact that he's stepped into this role where he's played it extremely efficiently, and he hasn't given the ball to to the opposing team. Just, yeah. I think it all comes down. The coaching down from Monty, if I'm honest. No, he's, um, he's been he's been on the fact that he knows. Yeah, he's been. Yeah, I think he's just been unbelievable. There's such a great camaraderie and team spirit, um, amongst the group. No, I love and it. I, uh, no, I'm, I'm I'm rooting for them as well. I'm actually, I think I'm rooting for them. So okay, Tobes, I'm gonna. I want you to step onto your segment, but before you do that, just quick question for you, genuinely, because I I, I remember I asked you. K dot wasn't on the call, but I asked you just when the playoffs started, because your team wasn't in the playoffs, who do you actually want to win? Yeah? I remember you said Giannis and the Bucks. Who do you want to win? Who would you like to win a title more? In just your heart of heart, than basketball neutral that you are, who would you like to see win a title more? Giannis or CP3? CMVP3. It's tough, isn't it? There's something K-Dot's ready think, to step in. <laughs> <laughs> there's something in. I mean, I I played a lot of sport growing up, and like the background's always been like a bit of like pay pay respect, not respect your elders, but you you kind of want to see someone who's written the chapter and legacy before you succeed. So CB3 has literally done everything he can. 
when he's just missing that one chip. It's very resemblant to um, Dirk before he did it with the Mavericks, you know? Yeah, Dirkish. Um, and uh, if he got that, it, it mean a lot for the league. And I'm a Giannis guy. I mean, I have one guy's jersey and I don't have the other guys, so it would be better if the guy's jersey I had did win it. But that aside, um, Giannis will have more opportunities. Well, you don't, you never know, but touch wood. And although I want the Bucks overall to win, I'd be equally as happy and content if CP3 did it. And to be honest, his window is shut. His window is shut, man. Been, he he rolled the dice. A lot of us, a lot of us were wincing. Like, what's, what's he doing? Going, why yeah, is he yeah. jumping around these young teams? Got OKC to the Suns. And it's worked out. It's worked out amazingly well. And uh, it's the perfect fit. He's really come in and enjoyed. And, and whilst we're shouting out people, we shout out Monty Williams. We've got a shout, shout out, exec, exec of the year, James Jones. He's made a seamless transition from a player to, to running <laughs> a, a very well-established organisation. And doing it nice, you know, just quietly over in his corner. Always fear the ones that are quiet. He's assembled a great talent of young people uh, and, and they're killing it. So it's tough for me. But right now I'll, I'll give, uh, I hate to say it because I do like Yanis. I do like what he's overcome. But for the complete picture, yeah, CP3. Safe, safe, safe. Yeah, I see that. I see that. Listen, those who are watching live, feel free in the chat. Tell us we questions we put forward already. Is who would you rather see win a title, CP3 or Yanis? Who do you think is the best player in the world at the moment right now? Plenty going on. Kado, I think you wanted to say something. You clicked off mute, so I think you wanted to say something. I'm going to give you a chance. CP3 or Giannis for the title? Oh, I completely agree with Toby that. You're such a purist. Uh, Giannis, uh, I think Giannis has more time to go and get a chip. I think CP3 has done his dues, man. He was in that rubbish Hornets team, just swirling mediocrity. Went to the Clippers. I just they couldn't get it done. Like, literally anything he'd done. Went to Houston, got injured. Yeah, it's and if true. he didn't get injured, he probably he probably, probably would have won, won it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah he probably would have won it. So I just think now's his time. It's the... He deserves it at least. Come on, man! Like, let the basketball gods give him one at least before he retires. Um, <sighs> yeah. yeah, he deserves at least one. So, no, in my opinion, I'd love to see CP three win it. But also, I'd like to see Monty Williams win one as well. Again, just for the adversity he's come through and, and all that good stuff. I'm really, I really bought into his story. And, you know, I don't think many people uh, could could go through a tragedy that, like that and then come back and no. coach coach again, really. I'm with so, you. I'm with, um, you. I'm with you. I'm with it's you. It's tough. <sighs> I'm, I'm genuinely going to have to think about the answer to that question. I'm genuinely, you guys have, have pulled some heartstrings. I genuinely have to think about that. In the meantime, Tobes, as I said, people are listening. I've asked each of the boys to bring some analysis on a hot take to discuss. Ollie's talked about the LA Flippers. I've already spoken about Giannis and the Bucks. Tobes, it's on you. New model, tres, go. Yeah, I did, I did want to give some love to the Suns, but I think we've covered a lot there. There's, um, You know me, I like my old school music. I blame my dad. <laughs> it's this one song by the group uh, Shalimar. Yes. Where it's uh, I can make you feel good. Yeah, that's how I feel about the Suns, man. They make me feel good. They make me feel real good all the time. Because, like you say, they're just this plucky young team come out of nowhere. And they're, they're killing it, and to be on the brink of NBA Finals is 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 actually mad. Like 
if you could, you know, I had my little other persona, like the the betting man. Like at the start of the season, if I went and looked at the odds for the Suns to win the title, <laughs> anyone who put money on, you are living, you're looking good right I know, now. I know, man. Vegas is Vegas is on them. So facts. You better buddy buddy up with them. But actually, I wanted to show some love and touch on um, a team that <clears throat> mirrors them in going under the radar, but are in the East, which is the Atlanta Hawks. Yeah. ATL stand up. Wait, well, <laughs> drop ad libs, Migos ad libs. But well, uh, on a real, I mean, we're getting there, but they just, they've potentially forced an entire franchise to rethink their process and start from scratch. So that alone is, <clears throat> shows, uh, so some seismic waves in the NBA and what they've yeah. done in the, in the playoffs themselves. I, I can't uh, believe it. I cannot <laughs> believe it. I'm, I'm sure we're going to come on to that situation shortly. But um, yeah, uh, for those of you that don't know, they took this series in seven, four games to three. Went on uh, the road. <laughs> on the road, similar to the box. They stole it in uh, Philly, um, <laughs> which was incredible considering they were up 17 at, at 1.2 and they just completely completed. But what I want to actually focus on is it shows something I didn't know this roster had, which is... a, a great deal of mental fortitude right they won game one by four thriller game four by three points in a thriller game five by three points in a thriller essentially they don't <laughs> philadelphia dominated every single nba statistical category they could except free throws where it's, mental strength. it's pure mental strength percent to 67%. And I just quoted three games where they lost by three points yeah, on board. It's crazy. Practice free throws. That's playoffs. Incredible stats. Come on, man. The ultimate enemy of the world right now, soon. But these are the margins you're dealing with the playoffs. And, and, and that aside, Atlanta did amazingly well to hang mentally in there, finish games, and work well as a team and also lean on their superstar. So mental fortitude was amazing. And the fact that you can literally lose in every statistical category, <laughs> but win on free throws baffled me. I, I was like, I had to reread that constantly. How could Philly dominate and still lose a series? Right. It's, 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 it's this hot, it's, it's soul crushing if you're a Philly fan and it's very impressive if you're an Atlanta fan. So that was the first takeaway. And analytics guys are taking L's all playoffs. The analytics guys, they're looking at the Jazz, yeah. they're looking at Rudy Gobert, they're looking over in Philly, they're, they're looking all around, they just don't know what's happening. They do not Especially know someone like Morley, you know? Darren Morley, almost the godfather of the analytics. Yeah, he start, him and Hinky started all this. Uh, three is better than two movements. Yeah, so he's, 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 he's got he's got a... He's got a uh, Think back, back to the to the uh, go back to the drawing board. The second part I have to touch on with the ATL is a, a little villain known known as Trey Young. Ice Trey, Trey has been phenomenal, phenomenal. this playoffs. Um, as the New York fan said, he may be balding, but that guy is balling. I'm telling you, <laughs> he's been killing it. You can tease the brother all he wants. He's ready. He, he's, it's not just that he's killing you. He's got great. He's an old school player. He's a throwback. I think he should he's be a, a skinhead now, though. I think he should go full villain skinhead. He's, embrace it, bro. Yeah. Embrace it. Embrace, embrace it. the look. Just shave the beard, but keep a little moustache. Yeah. Proper pantomime <laughs> villain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The guy's got everything in the bag. He's doing push-ups. He's shushing the crowd. 
He's doing bows. He's doing the little waves. He's, uh, oh, that was deep. He's and cold. the thing is, he's, he's got the game to back it up. That's what's beautiful about it. Like, you've got trash talkers, like my least favourite player, Pat Beverly, breaking Booker's nose the other day. And he's chat, 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 like a little chihuahua. Shut up, man. You can barely make any freeze. Stop. No one cares <laughs> for you. So his reputation's finished out here. Trey is playing well and backing up with chat. So it's coming across real nice to me. He um, averaged 29 points and 10.9 assists against the Sixers. Damn. If that's not some all-star point guard numbers, I don't know what it is. He's um, often overshadowed with the whole Luca, And I think those two are forever going to be like, you know, paired in their NBA journey and in their myth. But... <laughs> Trey's still here. We've got to give, we've got to give Trey Jews, man. He's Because he is leading this team to Thanks. the finals, which is fantastic. You know what I like about um, him as well, Tobes? Um, yeah, yeah. You know, he's small. He can get tired. He can get guarded in certain ways. But firstly, he's a, he's very effective. If his shot's not going down, the two things I like about him is number one, mental strength. He keeps shooting, shoot as shoot. Yeah? Number two, he can find his way to the free throw line. He always will find himself, even in the playoffs, double digit free throws. Just get just keep the points ticking over. You know, he can he can do that as well. That's what I like about it. And thirdly, when shit is when oh, sorry about that, when stuff is really hitting the fan. <laughs> He can get others involved, you know what I mean. That was, well, was one. There was one series where he, I think he got twenty. He averaged where he, I think he scored thirty nine points and five assists or something like that. And the next, the next game, it was like twenty three points, eighteen assists or something like that. You know what I mean? He can titrate that up down as an, it. People need to understand how incredible a skill that is. That is that is special. Truly, truly special. Um, yeah, he's an elite player. And honestly, uh, I don't know if you're going to keep doing your point guard rankings, but he's, I don't think Trey ever cracked or penetrated that top five. But no. the way it's going now and the the credit he's earning from this playoff, he's going to be in people's mind next season. He's, so He's point guard-ish. He's getting there, he's getting there. No, it's true. Um, yeah, that's, you're not going to talk about Red Velvet? How, how dare you? Oh, Red Velvet. <laughs> Right. I'm coming on to that. I'm coming on to the role oh, players, okay, man. Okay. The role players. Um, all right, yeah, we can start with him, man. Like the guys, is it? Okay, I mean, I'm assuming you're meaning the KH, right? The Kevin. Yeah. Kevin yeah. Huata. Yeah. Um, That's his nickname. He, Revolver. No, man. Yeah. I, I, he's probably got bear out there. Um, <laughs> call him accountant too. I mean, <laughs> yeah, like I'm yeah. telling you. There's like some guy who's not, you just. Yeah, lanky, yeah, yeah. lanky guy, guy. I'm not gonna bro, lie. I, like I think he, he, he's he's <laughs> breaking. See what he can do, bro. He's breaking. <laughs> bro, he's breaking the all all NBA white team, and that is a tough team. To, that's a tough team to get into now. <laughs> Someone tell me that's not facts. Yeah, yeah. The thing is, he's, that he's one of these guys. Uh, I'm a bit of a. I'm a bit of a. I'm a bit of a draft nose, you know, when it comes to drafts, drafts, draft seasons. And he was a guy that caught my eye when he went in the draft to uh, Atlanta, because you look at the mechanics, you see the guy in the field, you're just thinking this is going to be a nice long-term NBA career. He's going to be a yeah. nice 15 years. The kind of guy you want to go Corver, into a playoff. Little Carl Corver you know I mean? thing. Go yeah, to yeah. a playoff. Yeah, like a Corver, but with a bit more bunnies, you know? He's, yeah. he's got a little more athleticism about him. So, um, he's tall as well. He's tall. He's tall for a guard. 6'7", yeah. legit 6'7". Yeah, so, he averaged 13, 4, and 2. 
and obviously 27 in the in, in game seven Man. 10 from 18 special Just finished and they, and he epitomizes that team atlanta's x-factor yeah, yeah. yeah they have got they are a swiss army knife we got gas in the preseason because we were like right they've made big boy moves didn't didn't work well for the first three quarters of the season they picked up towards the end and now we are seeing it in the cauldron of the playoffs they have got weapons jo- uh, john collins was big yeah people were like eat right he, guys he hasn't signed if you're atl yet, are you are you wrapping them up or are you letting them go yeah, yeah, you have to wrap him up. 100%. Yeah, I hope he stays. What? I think he stay. I hope he stays because I think, I think he, he will now. I think he will now. Yeah, yeah. I, I think he's seen that in the playoffs. I think Trey has been so exceptional that he just probably thinks, actually, you know what? I got a good feeling here, beef. man. Yeah, yeah. I've, I, I little beef at the start of the season. Maybe childish. I, I was, it was. It's a bit overblown. Childish. And I think that yeah, actually, he should be the. He should. He should take the most shots. He's put up the numbers to justify him having the ball um, or yeah, dribbling the air out of the ball, really, because he's our best player. So <laughs> I think, um, yeah, I think he'll stay. I think he'll stay. I think he, it, it, good things are happening down there. So why would you leave? Go where? Tobes, Tobes, Tobes. I've got a question for you on your, on your take, actually. Sort of build, building off, because I know you're going to talk about the Suns as well. I think the final four teams in this in this um obviously in this uh playoff series the situation's complicated almost by the fact I think the coaches are so elite. Who do you think is the best coach remaining in the playoffs at the moment? Who do you trust the most? Oof. You mean isolated from their team, just pure coaching? Well, you mean? Yeah, like who? You, because, okay, because remember, we say this all the time. And for people that you know, maybe follow the basketball, or don't don't necessarily watch the games because of time differences and whatever. You guys all know, especially at the elite level, the differences. Each team has a start. Each team's going to get their points by and large. It it comes down to possessions: one possession, two possessions, three possessions. Drawing up a play here, drawing up a defensive play here or there. We've seen it so many times in the playoffs already. Yeah? Who do you think... The teams are all similarly matched, yeah? Who do you think, as a coach, can pull it out of the bag? Essentially, Monty Williams and Nate McMillan are kind of like mirror images of each other in East and West, East, the Eastern Conference and the Western Conference. Ty Lue, as you know, he's legit. And he's got that mental strength as well. He's done what he's done. And Coach Bud... Coach Bud is just, he's just waiting for a title. Coach Bud is the worst one. Yeah, yeah. Hands down. You're yeah. a harsh, man. Out of everyone there, he's, he's yeah, the worst one. That. How, why? <laughs> no, no, no. What? How can you, how can you, how can you, how can you okay. say that? No, let's be, he's, right, he's, got, right. he's got to, Wait, he's got to conference there? finals. Right, who's, better, who's he better than? He's got to conference, he's done the same thing as Monty, of Nate McMillan. He's got to, he's got to conference finals with um, the Hawks. He wasn't his Hawks. His nah, Hawks nah, were. T- nah, 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 nah. His his record. But, no, but naming it, naming Millen actually coached. You could see him doing switches. He chose people nah, to. I, he was plucking. I, he, I think you're blocked, right. Um, I think you're right. On, but your, I think, on your Woku from the bench, the 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 eleventh man gave meaningful minutes. His man, rotations. He knew when to yeah. trust Lou. When to give it to Trey. Lou was just like Yanis. Save us. No, Middleton, no, no. But, but you guys, shoot. you guys take it. I think you guys, unfortunately. 
take it, take him for granted a little bit. I think he's underperformed, and I think you guys are actually right. Yeah, but he has transformed Milwaukee into a into a into an Eastern Conference juggernaut, at least in the regular season. He is he has done that. He's done that. Come on now, let's be fair. Sixty wins, sixty wins, season. sixty sixty wins. Conference finals, every, conference every, semis. Every every conversation in this from now till titles one is in playoff yeah, only. Yeah, but, yeah, okay, so okay, so you okay? Tell me this, right? So if it so happens that ATL goes home, okay, ATL goes home, or Phoenix goes home, okay, mm-hmm. then next season sort of normality-ish is restored. Philly top team, Boston, whatever, whatever. And Nate McMillan spends the next four or five years, you know, first round exit, whatever, whatever, this, that, and the other. That could easily that could easily happen to him. That doesn't make him a worse coach. It just is what it is. I think he need. I think ultimately, Nate McMillan, Monty Williams, have not done anything that Coach Bud hasn't done. That's 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 just a fact. Where were where were, where were Milwaukee when Coach Bud came? I'm sure they were probably similar position, in and out of the playoffs, lottery team. But they they were to be fair. So you know, so he's done left. the same thing. So I'm saying if we if we take exactly the same teams five years down the line, and someone said to you, Nate McMillan has not won a title, but he's been to one conference final and a few first round, maybe second rounds. Well, would would you would you still Nate- be saying it's a miraculous job, or would you be saying no, he's a good solid coach? I think that Nate McMillan has done more with less. He's done it in one. This is one season, and I don't. Yeah, but, and and, defend, and you have to define less. You have to define less. There was no. There was nobody when Giannis came into the league. His stock was not as high as Trey Young's stock. No, but they Nate, had, a, Nate, good te- they had Nate, a good team before. Had, Giannis went to a good team. Gian, Giannis went to. I think a, Giannis went to a good team. Who was who was who did who was playing who was playing in that Milwaukee team when Giannis got drafted? Didn't they have like OJ Mayo? Then they have, Sorry, um, <laughs> no, but AJ May is really good. <laughs> is he, is he? No, AJ May is good. Tell, tell me a little AJ bit about him. Go on, no way. Hey, either way, either way, you can't compare him to Monty, right? Because it was the, the East v the West. Okay, so no, but yeah. so, so Monty's got Mon, Monty's got a basketball. He, Monty's got a superstar and a Hall of Famer. Straight off the uh, bat, facts. Oh my God, bruh, guys, this isn't an argument. Bruh. Phoenix Suns are in the Western Conference final. Tobes. If we go back, no, 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 Tobes. And I, I said that to you. You would, you yes, would slap because, me. Because Phoenix were underachieving. You, I can't abide this. I can't. K Dot, you have said he has done, you have said that Monty Williams and Nate McMillan have done more with less. I no, no, challenge Nate that. McMillan. Nate McMillan. No, okay. Nate McMillan has done more. Okay, with so less. you're saying Monty Williams hasn't because Monty Williams has had Devin Booker. I don't know what draft pick he was, but he's a star at least. Tobes, this is fact. He's had a first round pick. He's had a first. He's in first overall pick, DeAndre Ayton, and he's had Chris Paul, very good no, player. Man. Tobes, it's not. It's not no, a no. You, these are you, facts. You, we're getting we're getting caught in the the source of it. Okay, compare the you, rosters. You, you said Devin Booker. You weren't even sure he was going to show up in the playoffs, I, right? Yes, you weren't he, convinced. But he he was you convinced. That's one. But Devin That's Booker one. was better than Jan, was better than Giannis when Giannis came into the league. People are acting if Giannis was Giannis was developed. Well, you, no, you're Think just, about Giannis over the last three. I'm not. I'm not. I'm just. I'm you're just messing the timeline. I'm just whipping your two. Your, you know what? You're messing the. You're messing the timelines. Okay. Man. Okay. Go on. Go on. It's, Sorry. I will it's, listen. It's, I will listen. It's. 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 The squad <laughs> and depth of the Bucks, right? At at the at the kind of relative stage of when they were going, was still more known and quantifiable than what the. 
this is the Suns' rookie playoffs. Who has for who, like their whole squad? Who okay, and who, they're in the Western Conference Final. Deep that Jay Crowder, DeAndre Ayton, who no one was sure of, Campaign, who was playing in China with God knows ben, Beijing Ducks or whatever, <laughs> and they're out here killing it. It is, it is, and Monty Williams is steering that. Yes, you have the added bonus of Chris Paul. Don't get me, don't get it twisted. But even then, the guy's been. He missed. He was limping throughout the first season. He's not even. He had one job. Don't get Corona. He's got Corona now. They're they're doing all right still. I just feel like Monty Williams is 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 for a better term just better than better than Bud at being a coach. At least at least, and it's hard to say because I don't know what Bud will be like with a young team. But I think Monty Williams personally is just a better coach. But don't you think as well that that Bud when he was with Atlanta Hawks underachieved with that team no he had LeBron so. no, no 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 one else could do, no, one, no one could do anything against LeBron that was that no no I know but I, I, I do think that from a regular season Atlanta Hawks when they were you know breaking records or whatever going on stretches of winning games and transition transitioning into the playoffs I'm not sure whether he had that had that team ready to play in the playoffs I know it's probably it's probably unfair that I'm quite harping on about when Bud was in Atlanta and had the Carl Corvers of the world and the Paul Millsaps, etc. But, um, and I do feel that Monty was fired prematurely at the Pelicans. I think he was doing such a good job, and for no for no fault of his own, they just thought we want to accelerate the re- we want to accelerate the rebuild now. And he got Monty. He, was Monty at the Pelicans? For us, Alvin Gentry. It was Monty yeah, before? No. Monty was before, was he? Monty was before, yeah, yeah. So he had AD? Yeah, So yeah. don't chat to you about more with less. Don't chat. Now, now officially don't chat. How many superstars? You know what? You know what? Okay, I'm going to start. You know me. I get a bit cantankerous for no reason. I agree with you guys. I agree with you guys. As of, <laughs> as, as of what you say this season, because you know sometimes what you've got to see is the coaching. So Tobes, I agree with you. Like you've seen it in those moments, in those plays sometimes it, as you say forget years and the regular season record all that stuff yeah plays moments you see Monty you have to respond and respond um you've seen him draw up plays you know the right plays at the right time things that you know you saw on the other side inexperienced coaches like Kevin um Steve Nash didn't do um the same with Ty Lu and um What's his name? The name's now lost me. Monty, who are we talking about again? Uh, McMillan. Williams. Uh, McMillan. Oh. McMillan. So they've all they've all they've all done that. I, I I agree. So who so who is the best? Who is the best? We we got we got completely sidetracked, which is fine. Um, who's the best? Tobes and then Caleb. Oh, I'll go Monty just just because I see it on the court. Plus, I feel like he's a he's he's a he's he's the perfect motivator for that squad. You know, he's kind of that cool cool young uncle. They like, they vibe with him. Plus, yeah, I, I saw it at OKC when he was an assistant coach. He was, he, he, he's a great, he's a great personable whisperer, you know, for the players, as well as being a great, great um, playmaker and, and and draw up. So I'll go Monty, but fair play, Nate. Kate, Kate up. I mean, people will accuse us of recency bias, but I do have to say Monty, just based on the fact that he's galvanised that group. They're young, they're ready, and... If you have CP3's respect, then I think that 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 screams 
Um, yeah, that's a great endorsement to have. A Hall of Famer. Um, yeah, I, 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 I just, I'm really impressed with this Phoenix Suns team. I'm going to go for in this series, I mean, in this playoffs at this moment this year, I think the best coach is Neymar Millen. Um, because, Mon- you know, Monty had his time. He had his time um, without CP3, did not make the playoffs. I think I think the CP3 effect has been massive. I think there is absolutely no equivalent or anything close to that equivalent in um, ATL. And obviously, Nate McMillan took over halfway through the season as well. Um, so to have them playing at that fortitude, um, that almost looked like vets at times, the way Herter stepped up. Um, no fear, no nothing. I think I think McMillan at this moment in time. Um, but we'll see. We'll, we'll see him versus Bud. I know you guys seem to just see Bud's just any man's. Um, I think, I think Bud's, Bud's got experience. Bud's got a little bit up his sleeve and hopefully um, Brooklyn... That, that win over Brooklyn mentally got them over the hump. Because um, I did not think they could win a game seven. I remember saying to you guys on WhatsApp, they will never, ever win a game seven under Bud. And I was wrong again. The amount of things I've been <laughs> wrong about this year is getting uh, laughable. K-Dot, it's your turn. Toby, thank you very much for that. K-Dot, you're the last one. I think I know what you're going to talk about. Yeah, unfortunately. But but, but let, but let us know. Me. Let us know. Um, so just following on from... Um, uh, Toby's love of old school music. If I had to pick a song for this team, is Khalees's "I Hate You So Much Right Now." Now, I think um, uh, I'm sorry, just so everyone knows, I'm talking about the Philadelphia 76ers. Yes. Yes, you are. So, um, yeah, last year they got rid of a somewhat divisive figure in uh, their head coach. Um, it's trash. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you couldn't galvanise that team. You can who do I didn't any, think was doing enough plays. You can, yeah, who, I agree with you. Who I just think sort of said he just ran whoever offence and he was just more of a cheerleader. Didn't really have the X's and O's down to a T. Didn't have, have a great game plan and they, they made the right decision. And I guess Doc Rivers fell in, fell in their lap. They thought, you know, a, picked up a coach with fantastic pedigree, NBA champion. And they've done really well <clears throat> in the regular season. They they um, they won four games. Well, they, they beat the Washington Wizards who... Uh, quite handedly, and then they come up against Atlanta Hawks, who were chippy. Everyone thought they were going to be chippy. Maybe get, maybe maybe Atlanta might get two games off them, but I don't think anyone had Atlanta winning that series. Game one, um, <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Trey Young comes to play. Now he was hitting. Freeze from the logo. <laughs> Freeze from the UK. Bro. And the, the, no one thought to. <laughs> I had Doc Rivers had Danny Green on him bro. for the best part of. <laughs> listen, 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 if you hadn't watched these games, Trey Young's Trey Young's threes 
were coming from so far away, they genuinely needed vaccine passports. I said, listen, they were getting, they were, <laughs> they were getting put through customs. They were, oh my God, he was raining. So it took him the best part of, I think Trey Young had about 30 in the first half. And then Doc was like, oh, actually, I need to guard this guy. Let me put my best defender on him. And then he, be, and he was quiet. Now, I guess looking back, hindsight being 50 50, 2020, sorry, 50 50, 2020, um, that, that game one was pivotal. You were at home, you had, you were the, you were the strongest seed. So you think that these home games meant, you know, you should, you should be making sure that you're, you're at least competitive in, um, in your home games. And they just, to me, it's laughable that throughout the series that they went from 17 points up. I think another game there were what fifteen points up and no, they blew it, it was leads. Tw- one of them were twenty six. One of them were seventeen. Back to back games, blue leads. Yes, and I just feel like did this Philadelphia Seventy Sixers team take a step forwards with Doc? Because the argument was with um, oh, his name is Br- um, Brett Brown. Yeah, yeah, so was that he? wasn't an ex and didn't take ownership and there was no accountability on his part. No, he, he, he couldn't, Um, he kept wet in the bed basically. Yeah, basically. Now the same level of criticism hasn't been leveled at Doc Rivers for whatever reason. I thought that typically in the playoffs, you pick who you trust. And I think that his rotation was too big. I think you have to play your best players at the best time. That's just my opinion. All right. Okay. I think that to let go, to let a 26 point lead go in a 17, that's a fireable offense in my opinion. (laughs) Yeah. Everything's fireable. Mr. H, everything's fireable for you, mate. (laughs) (laughs) It is a fireable offense. And I don't, I I never advocate for anyone losing their job. Um, but to me, I just think that no one, no one had Atlanta winning this series. Nobody. Okay. Um, okay. You, okay. You've you have raised a good point. Um, it, so, it, would, it would literally be like Burnley beat Manchester United four times <laughs> at Old Trafford. <laughs> at Old Trafford. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. You know what? Okay. So you raise a good point. Firstly, you're right in many. You're right in several respects. Nobody re- truly had Atlanta winning this series. Correct. <laughs> Philly wet the bed multiple times and blew two massive leads. Correct. They lost a game seven on their home floor and that is unacceptable and somebody's got to go. Correct. I suppose the question then, the question then is, who has got to go? Um, to answer you directly though, KDOT, I don't think... Oh, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna moonwalk back. What I'm just gonna say. I'm gonna say I think they have taken step forwards under Doc Rivers. I liked a lot what they did in the regular season. I liked just everything. Just seemed a little bit more controlled, a little bit cleaner. I remember during the season, during our pods, I was saying I like the fact I'm hearing nothing at all from the Philadelphia 76ers. All I'm seeing is Ws. Even when Embiid went down, he showed an ability to get the job done. To get to get victories he got the number one seed he wrapped that up so I I do like I think he does have the house in order and 
he seemed to figure out a way to get Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid to play effectively together, um, sort of working towards Ben's strength and introducing Seth and Tobias Harris as more significant members of the, the offense. And I like that a lot. I like that a lot. Um, so it, things just did seem a bit neater. With all that having been said, coaching is about moments. And he has not shown anything different than Brett Brown in those moments. Game management. Game management. Calling teams off when they're going on a run. Making changes. I respect the fact he went a bit deeper in the rost in the into his roster KDOT. Because I actually thought, you know, there are other coaches that are a bit too don't have enough faith in their role players. And I think they suffer sometimes. Like Nash. He went on a for really, really short rotation. And I think there were other players that might have produced for him if he had faith in them. You know, Tyron Lue, he's quite good at bringing people out of the rotation. Frank Vogel did it a lot last year. So I think that's, you know, that's obviously up for debate. But direct answer your question, I think overall, yes. But Doc, sadly, has not shown in a long time, really, if you take his Clippers reign, ability to be that guy, that coach in those moments, which is what playoff basketball is about. Playoff basketball is literally about four or five plays. That's that. No, I think I also think going on to the sort of meat and bones of what we're going to talk about is the situation with Ben Simmons. Now, mm, we all knew when he came into the league that he couldn't shoot. Like he just, whether he refuses to shoot or. His preference is to go to the bo- to go to the hole, um, you know, to beat his man off the dribble. Um, yeah, I guess that you know his mo has been the same. We all know he's a star, great defender. Um, he's got he finds passing lanes really effectively. <sighs> I guess obviously the the lights are brightest in game sevens, and there were uh, and his free throw shooting percentage was absolutely woeful. For someone who can't shoot or who doesn't want to shoot jump shots, you have to make your free throws at least at eighty percent clip at least. And for you not to dunk over Trey Young. Oh my and not be aggressive in those kind of moments because if you missed a shot and Galinari blocks you from behind, yeah, and so yeah. be at least you've gone down swinging. Um, but I guess my question to you guys is: Is the process over? And if you're going to trade Ben Simmons, who we are going to trade him to, and for what? Thank you very much. I think that's that's well set up. Ben Simmons, sadly, um, was atrocious. There's no other way to put it. He was atrocious. It's the can't shoot, that's one thing. It's the won't shoot, that's scary. The won't shoot, that's scary. Mentally gone, weak. Um, I don't think any. I don't think there's any basketball pundit that would say anything differently. The coach didn't say anything differently. His teammates didn't say anything differently. Mentally weak, but he has talent. He is a great player. Let's not get that twisted. Tobes, answer the man's question. Is the process over? Where should Ben Simmons go? 
Ladies and gentlemen, the process is over. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> straight up over. It's over. Straight up over. It's over. Uh, if you were, you know, even if you were in other cities, other franchises, there may be some saving grace. Not in Philadelphia, not in that place. Mm. Um, if you're new to American sport culture, Phillies are one of the cornerstones of that country. They are fanatics. You know, the way we live and breathe yep. sport. Like, you know how Liverpool are like a football-obsessed city. Fam, in Philly, they any sport, they're just... So that Benson is, is dead to them. They were burning his jersey not long yeah, after that gone. game. It's because, it's because the won't shoot. So it's because the won't it's shoot. It's the won't shoot. It's the attitude. It's the apparently there's also now that the now that the can's open, all sorts is coming out from leaks. You know, like yeah, yeah. he's molly coddled in training. He doesn't really. He's not like a, a big motor. He doesn't train hard. Um, and B just throwing shade after the game. Yeah, yeah. Doc Rivers didn't. Well. Doc Rivers didn't defend him post, which was. All this aside, I think that was still a bit tactless, man. At the end of the day, you're his manager, you're his gaffer. Even yeah. if he's shit, and you know he's shit, you should just save face and be like, "Yeah, he was bad, but you know, yeah, facts. Uh, I'm here for him or something." <laughs> he was just literally like, can, "Can Ben Simmons be the point guard or the starting contender?" He's he was like, like <laughs> "I can't, I can't answer that." <laughs> he, he literally pleaded the fifth. <laughs> I don't uh, know. I mean, if you're Ben Simmons, that's it, right? You you know, your agent's which pulls like shit, so I'm going to get you out of here. So, so where's he going? So um, where's he going? Where's he going? Where's he going? Where should he go? I mean, all, earlier, in the early in the week, I think the one that's getting a lot of heat, I, I dropped the, uh, you know, straight up McCollum for Ben Simmons. Well, it'd be like McCollum and Covington for Ben Simmons and someone else maybe, but and oh, on paper, that's what makes a lot of sense. It heals wounds in both both parties. You've got McCollum, a ball handler, someone who can shoot and score. Yes, you use defense, but you gain a lot more. Um over in uh over in Portland you're getting you're getting Draymond Steph 2.0, you know what I mean? In Ben Simmons and uh and uh, uh Lillard in um you can the pick of rolls, the um floor spacing with Ben Simmons running downhill. Dame Lillard can even play off ball a bit more. It, it could work. It could work. You can convince me. That's why it makes sense. Um, there was a lot There was a lot flying around. Um, a lot of what I saw was Brogdon. Ah, Brogdon's Brogdon nice. Brogdon coming Brogdon, over. Brogdon's a nice piece. That's a nice piece. Uh, Brogdon and TJ Warren potentially for Ben Simmons. It's a lot for the Pacers who are going through their own ish right now. Makes sense in theory. Um, one I know that K dot may like too is uh, the Spurs again brought up a lot. Oh, let's go! Different Spurs. variation of the Spurs. The relevance. Um, the one I saw on Bleacher Report that really caught my eye. Shout out to Bleachers. Uh, was <laughs> De- Deontay Murray, uh, Dar- uh, Darius Vessel, and the number twelve pick for Ben Simmons. Oh, to Denver. Now that's yeah. Uh, no, uh, straight up. So all that. Oh, sorry up. for Spurs. I'm thinking. You know, I'm thinking Simmons. Jamal Murray. Yeah, 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 yeah. Deontay. Yeah, you um, improve. You improve. I think. I think Philly. Philly. Philly like it. <laughs> yeah, Philly. Philly are winning that. Um, yeah, I think number twelve yeah, pick. I won't take it in, but, uh, in a deep draft. And Deontay Murray, whilst not a lights out shooter, can shoot the ball. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. And he's and, and he's, he's not. You know, point, not I, I, I think I think Pop. Pop. I think Popovich would be a great a great play, and the Spurs will be a great place for. 
for Ben Simmons. I was leaning to that. I think if you, right now, he's in a psychological prison, that man. Yeah. And you want one guy to snap you out of a psychological prison. You got carrot and stick, and we know Pop is like 99.8% stick, but he would be stick (laughs) in a way that I think will get through to Ben Simmons. You know what I mean? Like, mate, Ben Simmons could just be Mr. Fundamental, mate. Come on, just a big guy. (laughs) Just, um, listen, just be a guy. I just, I never want to see a Ben Simmons highlight. I just want to see Ben Simmons dubs. One step, yeah, two steps. <laughs> I mean, just operating in that area. Come on, man. You see that, surely. K-Dot's not excited at all. Not at all. Okay, see if you guys um, are excited. See, see if you guys are excited with this. Because I knew you were going to ask this question, K-Dot. So I fired up the trade machine. Um, before I do that, um, hold on one tick. Here comes the money. Have to. It's official. <laughs> Been so long. Right. I don't know why you no no one seems to be on this trade, but Kdot, it was you who really got this into my head. When in the WhatsApp group you said um Ben Simmons could be a Draymond type player. Which made me think, why don't we just make (laughs) Ben Simmons Draymond? (laughs) (laughs) Golden State get Draymond. Golden State with Ben Simmons, they get someone who's young, great on defense, he's got height, and actually Ben Simmons can then focus on operating in the front court. Can it can be a great place for him to be able to to reinvent himself, I think. Um winning culture, absolutely no pressure offensively. He's young, he can develop. Um and I think he'll like the sun out in San Francisco. So I think um, swap Draymond out, um, get Ben Simmons in. And what I've got here in the trade machine, it can vary because Golden State have got some picks as well. But I was thinking Draymond Green, um, send him over to Philly. Um, I think mentally he's a good player for Philly to have. Um, I think he could be a piece if they want to then move him on um, as well. But I think, you know, mentally for him, for, for them... He's a good player if they can get players around him. Um, and Kelly Oubre. Kelly Oubre, maybe you will be able to get something out of him. If not, he's on a one-year expiring contract. You get money off the roster as well. Can help you rebuild. Um, and Golden State get Ben Simmons. Simmons, Clay, Steph, Core. Wiggins athleticism. Or Wiggins, again, trade piece with some with some draft picks, get someone in useful. Tobes, you're not convinced? I saw you already shaking your head. I've, I think if Golden State can get someone better, I've I've said Cat. I want Golden State to go after Cat or Kawhi. Um, I've said that already, um, if that's possible. But that, that was just my thoughts. No, it's, it's not bad. It, well, not bad. It's, it's a good place. Um, that's not... <sighs> We're bashing him a lot. It's it's, it's part of it's part of the fun, isn't it? It's, it's mean though, so don't do that, kids. <laughs> um, we have to remember he did lead in the regular. I know he, he's capable of leading a team because they had a really insane record when Embiid was basically not out out for long periods of time. Yeah, he upped his scoring. And when they were at their best, is when he rebounds it, kind of Russell Westbrook X, and just 
esque, sorry, and just charges down the court. Yeah, yeah. And he's weaving in and out, and he's he's got mad vision. He's got LeBron level vision. So yeah, yeah. He's already seen the floor, and that 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 vision to be enhanced and catalyzed to his full potential is when you just surround the guy with shoes. Now, imagine him being in that infectious Bay Arena. Yeah, exactly. Chase Arena, yeah. Throw it to whoever the hell you want. Um, and and they can just uh, drill it from free. It makes sense. It, it's somewhere where it can mask his deficiencies. Um, you literally are just doing like for like. You're saying, bruh, just be Draymond Green. Yeah, yeah. Right? Still, still for the love. Of, and hey, if you're going to learn how to shoot, there's no better... <laughs> uh, Two two teammates to learn off, you know. Steph will be there day after day with Clay, telling him this is how you should shoot. You know, exactly. a lot of people, a lot of people are telling him he's gonna or suggesting he may switch hands. Something JJ Redick has been, uh, who who is a proper student of <laughs> Mate, the shooting can, mechanic unless, game. Unless he can buy some new <laughs> ones, I wouldn't worry, worry too much about that. <laughs> You'd be surprised though. Worst cases have been salvaged. That's what just makes. That's what makes this whole case infuriating. That. And that's why people question his motor because you cannot be a basketball player and not like, at least show progression. Shaq showed progression. Yeah, exactly. Still shit. Still terrible free throw player, but at least he showed progression. progression. Ben Simmons is not doing anything. Progression. Flatlining. Yeah. So and I, I, you know, what uh, I mean, but I don't mind. The, I don't mind the GSW. I'd, I'd Kato, love which it. one's the winner? Yeah, exactly. You didn't which say. The winner, you right? didn't I was going to throw, throw one. Oh, at he's got. He had his own one ready. That's fine. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. I was going to sell. I was going to send him to a hellhole though. Why? Why are you trying to punish the man? Don't, don't send it <laughs> yeah, to yeah, Detroit. Like that, just, just swirling in yeah. purgatory. I was gonna, I was gonna do this one. I was Go gonna on. say send him to Minnesota for oh. D'Lo and Malik Beasley. I, I was thinking that. I think, well, I think I actually put that on the WhatsApp group as well. Not that trade, but that D'Lo's an interesting piece. I think. He... I, I just, I just think it's a compliment. I think it's just, it complements both, both teams. You get a bona fide. No, I think Minnesota that just makes it hot, even more horrible. They've just got a bunch very, very <laughs> that just crowds the front court. The painted for for Minnesota. That's horrible for Minnesota. They got no <laughs> shooting. That's the problem. Because they got what? What's it? They got uh, what's his name? Anthony Edwards, Cat, and Ben Simmons. Towns is your best three point shooter. <laughs> all in the all in all in the restricted all in the no, restricted no, Anthony, area. I think Anthony Anthony Edwards can. I don't know. I think he can develop a. A nice little J. Yeah, and then over the next uh, like five years, yeah. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I mean, they don't, they don't really deserve to go anywhere anytime soon. So I just think, yeah, literally. Let them all... <laughs> and and, and I, I actually think that in Minnesota, he deserves the cold weather. So actually... I do, I do your part and punish him. <laughs> why, why does he, why does he deserve to be in a warm weather state? I think he should go to Minnesota, get like three months uh, of sun and practice his J. Like there's no distractions there. He's not, you know. What I mean, I, I, that's that's what I think. I think he should go to Minnesota, Minnesota under the radar. He probably he probably doesn't need to have the the limelight on him twenty four seven. He's not part of the process thing anymore. He can just quietly get on with his. Because you look at Cat. Cat just quietly gets on with his business. Um, and no one's checking for him. And who's going to Minnesota to check anybody? So I think. Um, and I, I do think D'Lo, when he was in Brooklyn, showed that he's uh he's he, he, when when the when the lights are brightest, he's he really enjoyed, good. Well, okay, who, who, but who do you reckon? You know, I think who do you reckon then? D'Lo or or CJ McCollum? Who's better for Philly? Probably say D'Lo. I'd probably go. Oh. With you. I'd probably go. I'd probably go. Kado on on D'Lo actually weirdly. 
Yeah, I think Delo. Nah. I, I quite like yeah, Delo. He's been injured. Delo's I quite not like been him. Healthy. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, well, I agree. You're giving up Ben Simmons for a, a, a 50, 50, 50 game player. Even then, when he plays, is no. I see you. I see you. I McCollum's see... a short bet. You know what I mean? Uh, uh, uh... You know, you know what he can do. I, he's not been. He's also not actually as healthy as a lot of the people. Would you take it one for one though? As in, no, no. no, you, no, no, you, no. You, you're asking for something else. <laughs> Like uh, he's, he's Philly, his yeah. values. Uh, if I'm Philly, yeah, I, I want. Remember, I mean, what it is is it's, it's it's the recency bias, you know. You know, in three weeks' time, no one was the guy's got to go. That's not that's not. But Morty's not going to be like, I'm going to take pocket change and whatever you can find in the sofa. He, yeah, he's still a good guy, you know. He's still a legit. He's going to be all star like how many times and all all NBA defense. Okay. So you you don't want to just give it up. Because worst case scenario, right? What happens to Philly? He goes to a new team, gets better shooting. Yeah, exactly. And then, and he's, then, then he's a superstar. And then hits a new level. Yeah. Finally hits this new level. And then you look like chubs. And, and everyone's saying, what were you thinking? Then you're the Houston yeah, But that's why he goes to Minnesota. That's yeah, why. Yeah, I just make sure that. Make sure. <laughs> yeah, this guy's sure, career. Yeah. <laughs> like he will um, not be a threat in the next five years. Bro, this is going to be for our, <laughs> for our trade block. In the summer, for our trade bot, this is going to be great. There's so many... You know, I think Chicago... If I'm Philly, obviously, if I'm Philly, I hold the cards, I can trade him, you know what I mean? Could he be bait for a Beal or a Levine who'd be great on that Philly team? Um, you know yeah, what I mean? There's, Washington, yeah, that would be... That, that's, oh, that's, that's, that's disgusting. Simmons and Ross, oh, the worst thing I've horrible. ever seen in my life. Yeah, that, that's like... <laughs> but, at least, but, at least Ross, but at least Ross can teach him... To what? That, <laughs> You have to shoot to run like, suicide. Bro, shoot. Even if Russ, <laughs> yeah. Russ, Russ is coach. Russ, Russ is coach Carter, Russ man. You be like, listen, Magica, just shoot. That's all you got to do. Like, I don't, don't that was a bad Shoot air balls. Just shoot. Like, he's, like you know what I mean? he's like, I'm just a legend. Man. <laughs> shoot it and rebound yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You get, yeah. Stats, just, you get your triple doubles that way. Yeah, that's how you. You actually, yeah. You actually, you're actually right. You can imagine that conversation in it in the lunchroom. He's like, yeah, he's like, like Ben, you need like, to bro, shoot more. He's like, but I, I can't. Man, mush, man. Shoot. <laughs> he's, like, he's like, Ben, you need to shoot more. Ben's like, listen, I can't shoot though. He's like, yeah, don't matter. Trust me. Like, <laughs> <laughs> he's like, you get paid you know, or what? Double. Yeah. <laughs> Simmons could le- Simmons could legit get a quadruple double. Yeah, that's what Russell would be like. You could do what I never did. You could get quadruple doubles. You just need to shoot, bro. Because you, yeah, you, you get 10 steals just go, easy. Just go you know four for mean? 24, man. It don't matter. If you get double figures, that counts as a triple double. <laughs> yeah, mate. Gents, this has been a pleasure. This has really been a pleasure. I'm going to wrap it up because we're at one just and a half hours. Just some breaking news. Oh. Uh, just um, So the Boston Celtics have hired Ime Uduka, the... Um, Nets assistant or associate head coach. Um, so yeah, look, looking like a. Well, so he's going to be uh, he's going to be their coach, the head coach. Yeah. Oh, so um, Brad Stevens isn't doing the dual role. Brad Stevens gone up. Yeah, he's gone up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. just to be Jim. So, Who, who's? So I guess it'd be interesting to see where where the. the yeah, but that's that's another whole story. The vacancies going on in right now. Yeah, that's going to be great um, as well. Off season, the, some off season episodes. They're going to be wavy. The number of female coaches in contention. Big yeah. up Becky Hammond. She's Becky doing Hammond. a thing. Oh, that'd be yeah. great. Uh, yeah. 
I think she, she'll get also, all the way. Well, if she goes to Orlando, I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> nah, nah. Portland, Portland. She's in the final two for Portland. Oh, is so, she? Really? Yeah, yeah. It's her v. Chauncey Billups, apparently. So yeah, well, I, it's I either don't... it's either a brother or a, or a sister. So I, I respect I respect the moves. It's about time. So no, um, other quick things I wanted to drop on draft lottery. Pistons got number one pick. Rumors are they're they're <laughs> they're willing to shop it. Interested oh. to keep your eyes out on. Yeah, they're willing to, which is big because this Cade Cunningham guy is meant to be legit. Yeah, he. Would, I think uh, he'll save that franchise. Yeah, he could. He could. So that's a big one. Uh, we, we can touch on this next pod as well. Yeah, lot, um, lots of us. And uh, a funny one was uh, the Harlem Globetrotters trying to, trying to start. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> on what leg? On what leg, my friends? Uh, anyway. I love that. Love that. Gents, been a pleasure. Ollie, wherever you are in the world, we love you. Hoop Nation, <laughs> we will see you next week. The lies will keep on coming. Thanks for everyone who tuned in. Hold tight. Peace, Tobes. Peace, K-Doc. Peace.